what up y'all it is your boy jesse aka jesse product coming at you with the christ convo podcast inspiring you to live the best way you can for our lord and savior jesus christ listen i hope this blesses you without further ado let's get into it what's going on y'all it is your boy jesse aka jesse prada coming back at you <laughs> bro he messed up my intro already bro i got my boy on here with me who are you bro what's your name man my name is javan <laughs> you look close to the mic bro you gotta back up bro javan javan i'm like <laughs> bro he making me deaf because i can hear all this right now but um yeah, man, we're just here to talk. Um, we're just here to give two different perspectives, uh, specifically as two young black men. You already know um, by the title of this episode, you can see that neither him nor I, you know, stand with the Democratic Party. We disagree with um, them. We don't stand for them. We don't support them. Um, but we do it for a reason. And it's not just because we feel like it. It's not just because of emotions. Um, but I, I personally feel like, you know, growing up black, I was deceived and I don't think it was intentional, but it was sort of like, you know, you vote for somebody specifically just because you're black. If you're black, you vote Democrat. That's just what we were told. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But now after <laughs> doing endless research, bro. Yeah. And like having convert and actually, um you were the first person that said something about it and i was like what like yeah do you really you really mean this like <laughs> like the democratic party bro you can't be talking about my peoples like that then i did some research and man like i i just can't support it i can't get behind it so um i guess you could share like what what happened with you what what was revealed to you about them and um <laughs> Uh, for me, for the most part, one of the biggest things that was problematic for me was actually didn't like, you know, so um, a lot of people, evangelicals have a bad rep in the media in regards to endorsing the Republican Party and Donald Trump. Um, that was something I struggled with for a while because, you know, being a black man, you know, Obviously, you vote for the Democratic Party. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, one of the things that I started to, you know, look at and start to realize was that everything that they stand for isn't the same things that we should be standing for. And sometimes I feel like when we get caught up in it, I feel like we, we don't realize that, oh, yeah, while I'm support, I may be supporting black people, but I may be also pushing for a transgender agenda. Mm -hmm. I may be pushing for uh, power and, and, I mean, really, like, LGBT community mm -hmm. and really letting them influence, uh, really influence um, media, not just that, television, the school systems. Mm -hmm. and, as long, and along with that, what we start to realize is that these things are an agenda that I'm helping support by me giving them my vote. You mm -hmm. have the Democratic Party where people are actually trying to oppress the church. So how why would I vote for them? Mm -hmm. You have churches where if you say that something is a sin and they don't agree with that, you can now they they're working on bills so that way you can now get prosecuted and sent to jail because of it. Mm. So why would I vote for a party like that? Mm -hmm. Not just that, you have 
And the thing about it is, and when we talk about this, I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Not saying, see me, I don't, I, I would say that I don't generally, I won't subscribe to a party. I'm not going to say I'm Republican. I'm not going to say I'm Democrat mm-hmm. either. I but agree. I'm not going to say, but, but I will say is that you have to choose, you need to value your convictions more than um, something that you do your beliefs or what's your, mm-hmm. your color of your skin in regards it, to culture in, like, in regards kingdom, to culture kingdom, kingdom over, over, over yeah over culture. culture correct because at the end of the day I'm Christian before I'm black yeah and I think that's a lot of a, a big thing that we kind of you know push to the side mm-hmm. and so for me I was kind of like awakened in that kind of started to do more research more you know seeking and honestly understanding what's yeah. going on and so that's pretty much what led me to where I'm at. Yeah, I would say, like, it's the same for me. Like, I remember when I would watch this video, and I know I'm pretty sure y'all heard about the Breakfast Club and Angela Stanton and how she kind of went and um, was talking about Donald Trump and how she supports him and how people were saying that Donald Trump doesn't care much about black people. He doesn't do anything for black people and the Democrats have our best interests. And I also kept hearing that, you know, Obama didn't do anything in office or that Joe Biden didn't do anything for black people. And whenever I hear these types of situations in politics, I always try to, like I said, look for myself. And um, I remember Angela Stanton said something or some things that Donald Trump had done. And I was just really confused because... um, I mean, he's quote unquote, the racist, the racist exactly. president, he's the yeah. racist president, like he's yeah. the racist person. Yeah. And so we, we have things like him funding HBCUs and a lot of people don't know this, but Obama actually closed the funding for HBCUs and Trump started it back up. Mm-hmm. And, um, the first step that yeah that freed um women from having to deliver yeah. their babies in uh chains exactly yeah. and but also the amount of people that he set free from prison I actually um, have the uh numbers actually right here um he actually it's actually one of the most historical criminal justice reform bills um it freed 7000 people from prison and 91% of them were black 91 bro 91% of them were black bro so i mean I'm not saying, like, once again, I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm not saying that, like I said, I agree with Javan. Like, I'm not, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm a... I'm Christian. (laughs) Like, like, I'm not, I'm not any of these things. I'm not any of these titles. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I just, I just want us to take a look at the political views from, like you said, um, a rational and kingdom perspective and not an emotional one um you know i mean i just feel like certain things can't slide you know i was talking to i talk to people about this all the time and to me it just seems like there's certain issues and certain acts of unrighteousness that the christian community specifically the black christian community will attack with a different zeal than another so like as I told you before, bro, like if Donald Trump does something that is unbiblical, if he does something that is wrong, if he, you know, a lot of people will say that he is a greedy person, that he oppresses the poor, that he's selfish. These are all things that contradict the word of God. And I will admit that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. And, but the, the thing is, 
is when he does something that is against the word of God, we have no problem calling him out on that. Yeah. I'm going to call him out on that. And actually, know? if you want me to be honest, my pastor is actually hit one of his spiritual advisors. Oh, really? So, yeah. So he's actually in his ear 24-7. Hmm. And he always lets us know and affirms us, letting us know that when he does these wrong things, don't forget that I'm right there by his side mm-hmm. calling him out on it. Interesting. And, I and, never I, knew that. and that's why, like, and a lot of people are like, oh, he's just that and the other. Oh, your pastor, why would my pastor be racist? He's going to, if he feels like he said something inappropriately, he mm-hmm. calls him out on it. He says, that's wrong. You should not be saying that. Yeah. It's not presidential. Yeah. And the thing about it, he prays with him. He prays for him. Mm-hmm. That's what a man of God should do. And a lot of people were actually mad when my pastor stepped out and, um, you know, became one of his mm-hmm. spiritual advisors. And, and who's your pastor? Pastor Jensen Franklin. Okay. And, when he did that, people were like, you're, you're foolish. Why would you do that? But people don't understand that. Wouldn't you want a seat at the table? Mm-hmm. I'd rather him be at the table than and, not. And, than, than to be just back and not have that, you know, that really that, you know, that, you know, they have the demon and the angel on his ear, mm-hmm. the angel in his ear mm-hmm. saying, hey, that's wrong. And he has to make a decision. And he has to make but, that decision. Yeah. And then even with that, like I said earlier, like, we attack certain things with a certain zeal. So, like, we'll attack Trump for oppressing the poor. We'll attack him from saying whatever he wants. We'll attack him for being selfish and greedy and having a lust for power and racist remarks in that regard. But um, in regards to the Democratic Party, we don't. you don't ever really hear Christians coming against abortion or rising against that. Yeah. Or you don't ever hear Christians coming against the agenda of the LGBTQ community. You don't hear Christians coming against SB 145. We mm-hmm. talked about this, bro, when in California, they're making it, they're trying to make it legal for like 21-year-olds to sleep with an 11-year-old because there is a 10-year range. And if the 11-year-old consents, then it's not considered rape. It's not considered child molestation they don't have to go on the record as a sex offender and to me they're both bad and i think we need to attack both issues both sides both things that are striking unrighteous actions and cultures in this society with a zeal for both sides um and then also i know you heard about california how they're banning like they're trying to ban worship they're not trying to they're they're trying to dis- yeah. they're trying to stop the move of god over there it's 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 bad to where like you said with sermons saying certain things are a sin is going to be considered you know an abomination so- a, a hate crime they they're calling it a hate crime and that and that's where it gets dangerous because when you have don't get me wrong like i was telling you earlier i was saying like, don't get me wrong, the Democratic Party, they support a lot of good stuff, but at the same time, they support all the bad stuff because they're a very inclusive and a very progressive mm-hmm. party, meaning they, they everything goes. Yeah. And that's dangerous. Bro, that's be- dangerous. Because, like, yeah, you're helping this group of people and you're helping that group of people, but then you're also helping the, the disgusting people, the people that are abominations to this nation. Mm-hmm. You're giving them the okay and saying, oh, we feel bad for you. They have too much compassion that is dangerous. Yeah. And so and, then you have to draw the line. When are we done including? Because then you have you like we said, bro, like with with pedophiles or with people who like or saying, bro, pushing ahead, yeah. pushing you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's go we ahead. just turn it up. Go ahead. But pushing pushing the agenda where they're trying to indoctrin- indoctrinate the children to learn about homosexual uh, or LGBT history. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so 
you're you're trying to get children to explore things sexually like even with the dolls they're trying to have transgender transgender dolls now or homosexual dolls they're releasing a tv show on disney channel with bisexual witches yeah. bisexual um acts as well as witchcraft yeah um they're even they're even like with again with the SB one forty five exposing people exposing little children to willingly have sex with adults and mind you this is harming children and then obviously we know abortion yeah. these are all things that are harming the children and so my question is is if we're trying to include everything and we're expect we're accepting everything and everything is okay and everything is all right and everything could be dealt with where do you draw the line it seems like a it seems like a bunch of it seems like a culture of subjectivity everything is subjective so if i feel like this is okay then it's okay but there's no absolute line that is drawn out to stop things exactly and it kind of goes back to when i was saying yesterday it goes back to like guess like at the end of the day don't get me wrong you're choosing the lesser two evils but it it, you will frustrate me as an individual when you say, oh, my God, they're trying to indoctrinate my children. But then you vote Democrat because at the end of the day, you must understand that, like, you can't support a cause but hate the effects that it causes. Mm. Because that is the reality. Mm -hmm. If you are supporting it, you're like, oh, you're you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm a Democrat. Da, da, da. Uh, oh, Biden, Kamala Harris. Da, da, da. Mm -hmm. Like, really, we, like, we have to acknowledge and understand that when you're voting for these people. You're not just voting for them as an individual. And this is where you have to understand that and, and understand when the Bible talks about wolves and sheep's, sheep's clothing. clothing. Because when you deal with those kind of individuals, yes, they look like the perfect candidate. They're good people. They they seem like, like they're going to do what, you know, they're going to do the job. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, what you're not realizing is that this agenda is playing out. Like mm -hmm. Barack Obama, I, who would have thought? That during his presidency, gay marriage would have got passed. Did not see that. Mm -hmm. Did not see none of that coming. Nobody saw that coming. Yeah. And the thing about it, some would say, well, let them do whatever, you know, free will. And that's cool. I get that. But at the end of the day, it's what comes with that was what made it dangerous. Mm -hmm. You have the LGBT community having so much power that they told Marvel, they get, they're going off on Marvel and they're trying to boycott because they didn't have gay representation in a movie. Mm -hmm. And now Marvel came out with a gay superhero the other day that's being released mm -hmm. in the comic books. And now they're talking about maybe making Captain Marvel gay. And it's just like, what? Wow. It's like everything it's like it's like this makes no sense like mm -hmm. and, and then you feel so much pressure that now you have to and now you're exposing children to it and now my kids have to see that they can't even go see a superhero movie anymore yeah. without me saying oh this is too inappropriate without they being can't... exposed to homosexuality yeah and i mean it's um oh man and let me and let me stop let me stop you right there real quick because before you say anything because mm -hmm. like because this is what gets me it's like I can be wrong because I can't. I don't believe in what they believe, but I can, But but I can't tell them that they're wrong, and that's mm -hmm. what's dangerous too. Because yeah. Christians are always the wrong people. Definitely, we're always the wrong people. Most definitely. Like, and, and the thing is, people don't understand that, oh, I don't believe what I believe for no reason. You have to understand that there was an inner transformation yeah. within me when I got saved to make me understand that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, not yep. just that, that it's time for, like, and when I submit myself to those, uh, submit myself to him, I sit my, submit myself to his beliefs. I submit exactly. myself to the word. Yeah. And so, like, it's not that I'm hating on you because yeah. you're the, and, and nobody hates homosexual. We're not, and, and that's another thing that, 
nobody hates homosexuality. Nobody hates transgenders. What we're saying is that we're basically we're um, endorsing and uh, condoning. Um, I mean, a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is, and we have to be careful. Yeah. With those kind of things. Yeah, and I think it's a double standard too, to be honest, because um, I will say that like you said christians were always the ones who were wrong and so you know the stuff that i'm hearing coming out of our mouth in regards to why we're not supporting the democratic party these are kingdom reasons these are reasons that align with the bible we're not talking about simply just the fact that we're black and we have also discovered that donald trump has helped black people and a lot of people would actually argue that he helped people more than the democratic party now personally like i said i feel like a lot of people are going straight off of emotion and they're not truly looking at the big picture but like like we just like we just said bro before we're before we're black before we're anything in regards to the natural being that we have we are christians bro we are children of god and we are marked with the seal of god i'm christian for eternity i ain't like you know what i mean like like, god can care less like that's reality yeah bro and you're not like you're not finna catch me voting for that type of stuff like and in regards to the transgender and homosexual community um if that's what you do then that's what you do personally we don't agree with that because that does not align with the word of god however i do not like how it's like they're trying to enforce it on the children and literally making it to a point where they're uh, they're about to try to make it mandatory to where kids are learning this type of history in school people say oh well People, young children are learning about LGBT history is not a problem. How can you teach LGBT without sex or without learning about the exposure of homosexual activity? People, children, they're naive, they're innocent. And And they're they're impressionable. Exactly. So they're going to ask, okay, what is LGBT, lesbian, gay, bisexual? Okay, well, what does that mean? So there's transgender. Exactly. So there's going to have to be an explanation for these children as to what these types of things mean and i don't think they need to be learning about that type of stuff and so like you said yes okay they are supporting yes they are supporting black people so it seems yet they support abortion but at the same time like like my boy over here said they're supporting black people but they're supporting everybody else with black people and so it's like just like marcus rogers said I just feel like sometimes with the black community, this is not everybody because I understand, yes, like we have a lot to deal with. We have been oppressed. We have we have dealt with racism. And even there was a time in my life where I went to high school and there were a lot of racist kids in my high school and it scarred me. And I had a lot of resentment towards white people, but I had to allow God to heal that. And so he did. But I feel like in regards to black people and them being so hurt by the system, them being so hurt emotionally, even spiritually, you know what I'm saying, and mentally by the things that were set in place by racist motivation. I think it allows us to just support black people regardless of what they do. So like, as we established, and we're continuing to say this, bro, we're Christian, we're God's children before we're black. But the Black Lives Matter community openly, at their leader openly admitted to practicing witchcraft. Mm-hmm. She is a, their leader practices the Ifa faith. 
that is tied in with um what's that what's that thing that those africans practice um yes it is tied into voodoo voodoo is witchcraft so this woman is openly admitting to practicing witchcraft and yet black christians are supporting her that's not okay. I'm not just going to support. You could scream Black Lives Matter. You could say RIP Trayvon Martin, RIP Mike Brown, and yes, RIP to them. But I will not stand behind a woman nor an organization that openly admits to practicing witchcraft and not say anything about it, yet claim to be Jesus Christ. Exactly. The Bible says rebellion is as witchcraft. These people are practicing rebellion to God and they're practicing a whole nother faith. And they even even actually deleted something off of their, their website. They, they deleted the oh, how we're gonna be, uh, we're gonna destroy the nuclear family. We're gonna tear up, basically, basically saying that we're gonna tear up the idea of a man and a woman in a household, and and a, a man being a, a man, and he can be a woman becoming a man, and a woman who can become a uh, a man who can become a woman or whatnot. Yep, and that kind of stuff is dangerous, and that yep. kind of stuff, like for them to openly say it and say it in that way is is insane yeah and that kind of and for them to say it so blatant like that and they took it down because now they're getting heat for it yeah and now they're like oh my god we're so stupid we exposed ourselves yeah and people are actually coming against us yeah and now now i mean they took it off i mean yeah. because now they're they're trying to dial back down so nobody can really know for the future people who look into absolutely it. but we know for a fact what they're up to mm-hmm. because if they if they if they knew that what they were doing wasn't wrong or they knew that they were not tweaking they wouldn't have deleted it but now a lot of people have seen this and that's the problem we think that just because somebody truly says that they are for us we don't look into we don't do anything we don't do research we don't look into anything we rely on the news and just simply look at that no 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 we don't look at the news this generation let me tell you what they do (laughs) they look at twitter somebody takes one post literally they post it and someone's like, oh my God, did you hear about someone so that happened? Mm-hmm. The whole thing is fabricated. Mm. The whole thing is like a complete hyperbole mm-hmm. of exactly what happened. Yeah. Complete hyperbole. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a story real quick. Because this is this was, I mean, we can even go into this. We can go into the black community and talk about our struggles and talk about mm-hmm. um, just everything. Because even now, like, let's talk about how um, I was literally on social media and my friend sent me this video and it was a video of this uh it was this girl she was these cops three cops were on her mm-hmm. and blood is all over the floor she's just leaking mm-hmm. bro i looked at it hundreds upon hundreds upon thousands of views and likes Ten thousand four hundred and something likes i, mm-hmm. I mean comments yeah everybody's going off yep Oh, cops are bad. Oh, why did they even have to do that? Why three cops have to do that to her? They mm-hmm. killed her. I'm like, they killed her? The girl's not even dead. People keep posting, they killed her. Oh, my God, they didn't have to kill her. I'm like, this girl didn't even die. Two, the context of the story wasn't even there. All they see is a girl bleeding on the floor and the three cops uh, putting the handcuffs on her, trying to hold her down on the ground. Mm-hmm. I said, with common sense and with seeking knowledge seeking i said i'm not gonna be ignorant like these people in the comments i'm not gonna go share this post on my story i'm gonna look at the story let's and do see research. what happened let's do research and see what this actually girl, happened bro 
this girl was driving around drunk. Somebody called the police on her. Mm-hmm. So she, she was, was breaking the law. She was breaking the law. Okay. And the police pulled her over or whatnot in the neighborhood. And they and um, literally this is what happened. They tried to take her out of the car. She's like, why are you arresting me? Da, 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 da. This officer is going to trying to arrest her. His whole forearm, his bicep. Mm-hmm. This is what she does. She's like, you're not arresting me. She goes in, bites off a gigantic chunk with her teeth of his bicep. You, I found the pictures and everything. Bro, wow. chunked his arm. Are you severe serious? damage to the tissue, bro. Are you serious? Yes. Then, after that, she headbutted him, bro. And literally, in that moment, to calm her down before she started acting up, the other officer punched her. And she started to bleed. I said, y'all made it seem like this like this girl just sat up here and they just, just cho- they yeah, just they- pulled her out the car and just started beating her up literally and, and this is the thing about the footage the footage the person didn't start recording they just hear the commotion outside mm-hmm. literally the person came right when he punched her yeah and literally they were like oh my god that's just, all that he saw that's all they saw and the thing about it is the cops are like y'all didn't even see the beginning y'all of the film thing like the whole investigation everything they were like y'all and the thing about it what was crazy is all you see, and, and you know what's crazy, and this, and people are like, "Oh, they're lying." The, why was there a gigantic chunk out of his arm and a sore on his head? And but he's lying. Nobody just gets a chunk of their arm bitten, like like with bite marks out out of their arm. Like that makes no sense. It doesn't make no sense. And it goes back to show that that girl wasn't innocent. One, two, they made it seem like these cops were abusive animals. Yeah. Who were trying to kill this girl. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, we could even go to the media and, I mean, the the debate that happened a couple of days ago yeah. with Donald Trump not condemning white supremacy. supremacy. Yeah. And people got upset. And it turns out that there's actually videos um, of him doing it for like five whole minutes. But it's not even it's not even five whole minutes of just one video. It's actually five right. minutes over his whole presidency, the whole presidency that they claimed that he never condemned them, he never called them out, he never said white supremacists were bad. Like they said this whole presidency that this man never condemned it, he never called them out. But you have video footage over the years, yes, over the bro. years at his press conferences, at his Trump rallies, the Trump rallies that y'all don't even look at, y'all don't even watch those videos. So y'all saying, oh, he's he's racist, this, that, and the other. If you watch one of his conferences at, at, at a Trump rally, he, was, he will call thing. out white supremacy. He says, there's no place for these. And everybody will scream. And they're like, yeah. And they're going crazy. And I'm like, wow. We don't even be looking at the whole thing. thing. We don't even be looking at the whole thing. This man, and the, and the thing about it, this man keeps saying, why do y'all keep asking me this? Why do y'all keep asking me this? Because he's continuously doing it. He's, and con- he's continuously saying something. And people are literally saying, yo, he's not doing it. Yo, he's a racist. And and that's the problem, bro. Like you, we always said it, bro. Like Hosea, that. Go Hosea, ahead. Hosea go ahead. four and six, bro. Hosea four and six. My people perish for a lack, lack of knowledge, knowledge, bro. My grandmother used to say that all the time, and it just goes to show that there's so there's such laziness among people to the point where they're they're just willing to believe it just because they want to, and they're not doing the research to 
to truly qualify themselves to make the statements that they're willing to make. But not even just that, you know, and this is where it gets dangerous. You have such a democratic media that's so liberal to the point where that they kept saying that he didn't do this for years. For years, they kept claiming it and putting it out there and pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. Mm-hmm. But for years, multiple upon multiple on multiple occasions, he's called it out specifically white supremacists, KKK members, Literally. neo-Nazis. By There's name. no place for you in America. By name. If you are trying to commit racism or hate crime, you are evil. Racism is evil. Y'all need to stop that. And the thing about it is, and the thing is, the media will never, never show say it, it to push for a racist, democratic, liberal agenda. Mm. They want you to believe what they believe. Mm. And this man over the years has been condemning it, saying it's wrong. And the thing about it is, and I feel, and I'm starting to feel bad because this is what he's talking about. He's like, you just put out fake news. Fake mm-hmm. news. He, he is not just calling out fake news just because. He's yeah. saying it because you guys are always putting out a story. Story. That's, that's, that's not even true or alliance. Or you'll take a video and you'll put it out of context. Yep. And even with the Charlottesville thing, he didn't even say they were good people. He said there were good people on good sides. He said yeah. not every person on the other side was a white supremacist or KK yeah. member. How many yeah. part, How many of you guys actually looked at the full video and heard him say that? So he it said, wasn't yeah, it wasn't him saying that the group was good in general. He was saying there were certain people who were good on both sides, not saying both sides were good as a whole. Exactly, and that's why he was saying not every single person who was there that day was a not was a KKK member or white supremacist. Mm-hmm. Some of them were good people, and it goes back to show people are misinformed. People are letting the news, and, and honestly, it shows how biased the media is. Most definitely, and how like and don't get me wrong, it's on Fox too. I'm not saying that Fox is perfect too, mm-hmm. but it goes to show why is it that this whole presidency. You don't see any videos of this man condemning white supremacy or the KKK or none of that stuff. But now, but 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 now you finally have you had to have people create a video, a full on video. It is twenty twenty. He's been president for four years, and they said he hasn't even mentioned it. He hasn't replied to it. Not he once. Ignores it. And that's why even in the video, he's like, he's like, what do you want me to call? It? What do you want me to call? It? What do you want me to say? Like, he's, he's not saying that because he says, you guys are all, what, what do you want me to call them? And I'll say it. Like, and it goes back, and, and, and that's why, and Joe Biden said, call them Proud Boys. He says, Proud Boys, stand back and stand down. He's, and that when they asked him about it the next day, he's like, what, he's like, what did I say? What did I say now? Literally, he's like, you didn't call out the white supremacists. He was like, of course I'm going to call out white supremacists. That's what, and that's the thing. He didn't understand what was going on. Obvious, mm-hmm. and, and that's the thing. And the, the thing is, they, they like to manipulate it. Then they try to put extreme pressure on him in a moment. Mm-hmm. And then you have Joe Biden who says, call him Proud Boys. And people are like, he didn't say white supremacists. <sighs> do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what, do we, what do you expect him to do yeah. when over the years he's been calling it out left and right, but it's never enough? Mm-hmm. So, like, that, that, that's, that, that's, the, that's what's dangerous is because, like, and I'm not defending him and saying he's a perfect individual, but let's give this yeah. man the benefit of the doubt. And he has called it out. Let's not, like, I'm not going to sit here and lie on him and be yeah. like, he didn't say it because it's I don't all like about, him. Yeah, because it's all about research. And it's, it's, it's practicing integrity, bro. It's just simple integrity. If you don't know if something is true or not, or if you have not truly dug and done the research for yourself, how about you know for yourself, man? Like, it's not, it's not even saying that... Donald Trump is a perfect person, right? And it's not to say that the Republican Party is perfect. It's just simply doing the 
thing he's is simply doing the integral thing which is finding out for yourself doing research and looking into these things so i mean bro this correlates with people love emotions but not true I'm sorry. exactly I that no you're yeah, right yeah, yeah so here's the thing and, and it's funny that you said that because i was about to bring up my posts if anybody saw my instagram um a couple of weeks ago i posted something about abortion and i said essentially um yo as a matter of fact you see that um you see that right there could you grab that it's like a it's a post-it that i wrote it's the one about abortion no right there next no to the right right there yup pull that right there mm -hmm. so i have these i have these stats for y'all these are all fact and you can look these up abortion is the number one killer of black people in the last 50 years there have been over two to 22,500,000 black babies aborted. Abortion kills more blacks than HIV, murder, diabetes, cancer, and heart disease combined. Combined. Okay? So I posted this. And you will look and you will see in the post, bro, there was this one person who said it's a woman's body. And she got like 16 likes or something like that and i mean in the post i also said that i don't believe abortion is condoned in the bible and it's not but the crazy part about all these things is that nobody debated facts with me everybody debated how they felt i feel like it's a woman's body okay i understand how you feel but what i am telling you that the truth of the matter is that the main cause for black death is not it's not black on black crime it's not um hiv or aids or diabetes it's not in the food that we're eating um it's not in cancer it's not in heart disease and it is not in uh <clears throat> it's not in police brutality the main cause for black deaths and mind you all of those deaths do affect the black community tremendously yeah but the main cause for death in the black community is abortion i was talking to somebody yesterday and i've been hearing all these things about people who support the democratic party and they like you know the inclusivity type thing where they will say okay joe biden's gonna make it so that black people will have a seat at the table but the problem is, is Joe Biden is also willing to excuse the execution of the black babies who could be sitting at that table. Mm. So you want these black voices and you want these black people who are disciplined and have purpose and are able to make a change. But over 22 million of them have died in the past 50 years. Uh, uh, let me say something. Black people are at the table when it comes down to Donald Trump, too. Okay. Yeah, like that's another thing. Like people like like that's another thing. Like like I'm not trying to go off, but like mm -hmm. like people will be like, no, Donald Trump doesn't have black people at, at his circle. Yes, he does. He has plenty. But keep going. With your mm -hmm. yeah. So, I mean, I just I just feel like it's hypocrisy. How can you say Black Lives Matter yet support abortion? It makes absolutely no sense. These are millions and millions of babies dying. And once again, I'm going to continue to address this because I know plenty of people will say, okay, what if a woman is raped? What if she's going to die? What if she's going to... All these other situations. 
These situations y'all are talking about are literally less than one to two percent of the abortions, which means that over 98 percent of black abortions occur because people are willingly having sex and the baby is born or there is evidence that they have a baby and they're not willing to deal with the inconvenience. And it is an idol of self and babies are dying and they are getting murdered because of people not wanting to, to deal with the inconvenience of the consequences of their actions. If you gonna have sex like you grown, you gonna have a baby like you grown. And the thing about it is like, like you can't, there's, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. And the thing about it is you can't, you, and, and this is one thing that I could even say about abortion. People don't talk about the depression and the sadness that comes from the after. I was telling Jesse yesterday how a lot of women who have abortions don't really see that pain. Even if even if they don't feel the regret right after, they feel it after they have their actual first Absolutely. child. Their first child. Because they realize, like, wow, I killed my baby. Yeah. I'm supposed to have two of these, not one. Maybe mm-hmm. and some and some women I was supposed to have six. Mm-hmm. But I have one. Yeah. And it's sad. And it, it, it is. It's sad. And, and these women go through these depression, depressing moments. And mm-hmm. you have Planned Parenthood, like the um, uh, what was she? I can't remember. She was one of the um, the lady who was in the movie Unplanned. Unplanned, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I actually got a chance to see her at my church. She came to my church, and she spoke and she talked about how, literally, um, I think the Planned Parenthood's one of their goals is in the future, like to penetrate the school system and have every girl probably have about four abortions by the age of 16. Mm -hmm. And this is someone who worked for them, who's familiar with their plan and their agenda. So she was one of the head directors. Yes, one of the head directors. They made a whole movie about it. So this is not, it's not just some fake stuff. No, they made a movie about it because she came out. Yeah. Look at the movie unplanned. It's on Amazon prime. It's like $3 or it might be free. I don't know, but you could look at it. Anybody could have access to that movie. Oh, and the birth control that they were giving her actually gave her a disease that she'll have now for the rest of her life. Mm. See, I didn't even know that part. Yeah. So that's the thing. So, I mean, like, when it comes to that issue, like, why aren't black people talking about that? Why aren't we addressing that? We're addressing the greed and we're addressing the oppression that is caused by the Republican Party. But we're not addressing that the Democratic Party is excusing the execution of our babies. And so I just feel like it's a double standard. Like I said, if we're going to attack the things of the unrighteous and the demonic, then let's do it all the way and not some. So we also have um, we also have like Black Lives Matter, like you said, it's in their it's in their um, it was in their agenda, but they took it off. And that's just really interesting to me because they're really trying to disrupt the Western nuclear family that has been prescribed to us. And we know good and well that a lot of young black children grow up to. They're, they grow up to not fulfill their potential because of the absence of the father. And so the fact that Black Lives Matter is trying to disrupt their need to disrupt the regular family structure. There needs to be a mother and a father in the home. It is necessary. Statistics show that you can look this up and statistics show that people who grow up, specifically black children who 
grow up in a family where there is a mother and a father, you will see you will see that there are statistics that grant them higher success. And it's not to say that if you if you don't have two parents in the house that we're better than you or people are you know you're not you're less than or you don't like it's just saying that there is an importance to have two parents in the home and it's one thing that you know if two parents get together and they separate later later but it's another thing that black lives matter is literally intentionally trying to organize the family structure so it is not that way and so oh man that really hit me right there bro mm -hmm. like you you just really made me think all they're doing is increasing the criminal activity the violence the fatherlessness and the like literally you're having grown little boys growing up with lesbian mothers not mm -hmm. knowing what it means to be a man yep and what you're really doing is you're you're, you're you're training a boy to be feminine. Yeah, and they and and, and they don't and, or 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 this fake masculinity that these that these women try to take on because they want to be the man in the relationship. Mm. And and really that's toxic. It and is. it's dangerous. And and if anything, and if obviously we know that, and if that's the case, if we're supporting that and we're pushing that agenda to be in place, then what we're doing is anyone who lives in that kind of lifestyle and. and they're not. They're away from the truth. Mm -hmm. Obviously, and that means that their kids are away from the truth, and that means we're raising up a generation of kids who won't know God. Mm -hmm. And we have to be very cautious and be very wise in our decisions and how we say, you know what, we have to separate ourselves from mm -hmm. this kind of stuff. We need to vote against these kind of things yeah, that are coming. We're just willing to excuse. We're just willing to excuse anything and everything. I mean, just like Marcus Rogers said, bro, the leader of Black Lives Matter, folks who claim to be Christian can hear the fact that the leader of Black Lives Matter openly, openly supports and operates in witchcraft. Like she admitted to that. And you're a Christian and but you're black. So because she supports black lives, like it's okay. She could be doing anything and operating in anything that is not of God. And yet we still be Christian, but at the end of the day, hey, who cares, right? No, you stand, you stand for the word of God over everything. And I'm not saying that the Republican party is perfect, but the reason why I decided to make this podcast is because as a black man, I don't have to hear why the Republican Party is bad. I know that. Yeah. My 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 family, my church, the people that grew up around me, they made it clear to us that the Republican Party was not someone who we needed to be voting for. But now that automatically they automatically made it seem like the Democratic Party was fallen angels from the third heaven. And that's not the case. And Barack Obama was an angel sent from God. Exactly. And, and, and in reality, and I want to uh, kind of debunk something real quick. If you believe that racism is truly holding you back from an opportunity, ever rude awakening for you. Barack Obama became the president of the United States. A black man. A black man. And that was what? Was that 12 years ago he got elected? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. 12 years ago. That means it wasn't even... As America wasn't even as racist 12 years ago. Imagine how unracist it is now. We have everyone who are sitting here claiming, putting, saying everything is racism. That's dangerous. We're putting out a dangerous, like, I literally listened to this young man speak to me the other day. No, because he was yelling at his friend who was Asian and talking about how he was like, um, 
He was like, you don't know the struggles I go through every day. Every time I see a cop, I'm I'm ducking my head. I'm scared. I don't know if I'm going to die. This, that, and the other. You're getting emotional. He was like, he was like, they see me. They're going to beat me up. They're going to hurt me. And I'm going to, and I'm just sitting there. And it's breaking my heart because one of the biggest things is who told you that? Not just that. Those cops, yeah, they exist. But let's not say that all these cops are going to do that. It's so sad for me even now with what the media, liberal yeah, agenda, the media? It, and I don't understand what what's by, what what their goal behind. I don't know why they do it? They're lying. And and if anything, honestly, let me let me be honest with you. They're the racist. The Democratic Party is racist because they push this agenda that black people are oppressed and that cops are coming to get them. Yeah, you are making black people live in fear. Yeah, false evidence false appearing evidence. real, and it is not true. It's not. You are not going to die by the hands of the police, even if you look at the stats of unarmed black men in America compared uh, that that die yearly, like uh, at the hands of the police. People were like, "Oh my God, it's this amount of people." I'm like, "Wow, did you even look at the breakdown of what the case scenario was per situation?" And if you look at it, only I think it was last year, only nine unarmed black men actually died at the hands of the police. All of them were doing criminal activity. They had guns. They were trying to do uh, something that they weren't supposed to, and they end up dying at the hands of the police. Nobody's just dying at the hands of the police. Mm. That is a lie. That is not true. And when you see police brutality, do you look at the context of what's happening? The and whole story. The whole story. You look at some of it, and then you're like, oh, police brutality. And even I'm sorry, not even the, like, I'm talking about even with the Breonna Taylor case, it's really sad. Don't get me wrong. Like, this this is a true tragedy. But let's not sit here and be like, these cops just went in there and straight up killed her. No. She was affiliated with someone who uh, who, who did drugs. One of the big trap, guy, like, trap guys in that city, that same night, there was three drug busts that occurred that night. And he was one of them, and so was his uh, his partner, and hers. And they believed that hers was the stash house where some of the narcotics could have been hid along with some of the money because and and prior um, transcripts from when the guy was in jail at the time, she was hiding money for him, dropping stuff off at the trap house. She was a suspect. Look all this up. Why man. would they? You think they're Look just all of it and up. it wasn't the wrong address. It was the right address. Look all of it up. Then you have the police that get to the house. They have a no-knock warrant. Guess what? You know what the officer, the head officer does? Guess what? He knocks. You know why? Because he believed that she was a soft target. He said, I believe that she'll just answer the door. We'll get the narcotics. We'll get the money. And we'll call it a day. They bang on the door. No response. Bang on the door. No response. They know she's at the house. They know she's there. They bust in. Guess what happens? The boyfriend at the time... He thought it was an intruder. Not just that. Even on one statement, they believed that he said that um, he said he thought it was the ex-boyfriend, the one who was actually the trap guy in the area who got busted that night. He mm-hmm. thought it was him breaking into the house. Mm-hmm. He shoots the officer. Guess what happens? They're confused now. And they're like, oh, shoot, they're trying to kill us. Mm-hmm. Guess what? One of the officers gets shot and they re- return fire. And guess what happens? Brianna Taylor gets caught in the crossfire. This is the worst tragedy, misunderstanding situation that could yeah. have ever happened. This is truly a tragedy. She should not have died. And the thing, and it goes back to show we need to seek truth and seek information. I'm hearing all these different stories. They like they they killed her in her bed while she was asleep. Bro, that's not even nowhere near what happened. Not you have this gross. game of telephone yeah. going on in the media, and it goes to show 
nobody wants to seek truth nobody and and this is and, and and this is like literally the whole entirety of what we're talking about is if you don't look into the democratic party look into these policies that are about to be passed mm. that are trying to be placed against your religious freedom against yep. your belief systems and what they're about to indoctrinate your children in school yep. if you're not seeking truth and understanding and saying hey let me look into this guess what's gonna happen you're my people perish you will perish your children will perish and your children will not know god why because you lack knowledge and because you lack knowledge you you perished your seven-year-old son's gonna come up to you saying they feel like a girl watch oh i think i like boys we learned at school that i can like boys now too i didn't know i i, I could like boys too whoa like that's crazy even like me having a dream one night that i was walking to a high school and i was looking around and every relationship that i saw was a homosexual relationship and that scared me to death because you know what that shows that's where we're headed in society you have disney channel with a tv show this little boy on the show told uh told his friend th this girl that he's friends with that he thought another boy was cute and i said what in the world little children and i said but this is the stuff that we support. Yep. This is stuff we endorse. This is the mm -hmm. stuff we want to be a part of. And they're neglecting everything else but just the simple fact that it looks like that they're trying to support the black community. Exactly. And the thing is, like... And they're excusing everything else. Everything else. Like, forget it. Just forget everything else. But just the fact that they're... They look like they're supporting the black community. And just the fact that the Republican Party is racist, right, and how Donald Trump is a bigot and how he doesn't like black people and how he does not condemn, how he does not condemn white supremacy. And I'm sorry, the Republican Party is not racist because they seek truth. Don't do that. Don't be like, oh, they're racist because they exposed Breonna Taylor's ex-boyfriend as a drug lord and they said that he was the one who got her caught up in it. And because you don't like that narrative of, oh, the police came in and they just killed her, you can't, because you want to believe a lie you can't and believe your it. emotions, you can't reverse it. So now, okay, let's talk about that because I want you to tell, I want you to tell that story that you told me. Javan's a barber. Y'all hit him up because yeah. that man will get you right. He just, <laughs> got me, he just got me right. My hairline gave me paper cuts. You <laughs> but what is that? Like, tell that story, bro. With that man who was in your chair, that young man that was in your chair, bro, and he started talking about his grandfather. Oh like, my gosh! All right, y'all so need to hear. Need to hear let me, this. Let me, this let, is me crazy. let me tell this you this crazy. story. Let me tell you this story. This is crazy. And this is and this is one of the things about the black community that I think that are very dangerous. And this is why. And and and, and when people hear law and order, they get really offended when they hear President um, Trump talk about it. Law and order. Law and order. One of the things is that. The Republican Party that I can say I stand with them for is they just believe, like, why can't you just do the right thing? Just live the right way. And literally, we can have law and order, no problems, no nothing. And and I think that's where we get kind of messed up. But going back to the story, you have this guy. I'm cutting his hair, and I'm talking to him about, uh, I think it was, uh, I can't remember what case I was talking about. No, I was talking about police brutality. And I said, what's your thoughts? And he was like, oh, F the police, this, that, and the other, yada, yada, yada. And I said, oh, for real? I said, wow. I said, I said, let me let me ask you a question. I'm just really, really curious. I said, um, I said, what's your thoughts on um, when people say, oh, if you're a cop and you watch another cop do the wrong thing, but you don't say anything, you're, that cop is a part of the problem, even though he's not involved. 
He's like, he was like, he was like, they messed up, this, that, and the other. And I said, I said, what's your thoughts on, um, uh, then I said, that's not fair because it's hypocrisy if you believe in snitches get stitches. He was like, nah, bro. He was like, snitches do get stitches, man. I hate my grandfather. I mean, hate my, uh, hate my uncle. And I was like, what do you mean you hate your uncle? He a op. I don't trust nobody in these streets. I said, what happened? I said, my grand, he said, my grandfather killed my uncle's dad and my uncle called the police. And I said, say that one more time. He said, <laughs> my grandfather killed my uncle's dad <laughs> and he called the police on him this is what happened his grandfather went to jail and he says i'm not even just mad at the fact that my uncle snitched on him my grandfather probably gonna be in prison for life now i said i said i said i mean he killed somebody what do you expect he said no because when they was investigating him and they found out that he killed eight other people I said, I said, bro, stop. Stop what you're saying right now. I said, do you not understand that that is one of the reasons why the black community suffers now? Because people like that? It's crazy. Your grandfather is not no saint. You believing in snitches get stitches is the reason why we'll stay oppressed. Mm. And and, and the thing about it is people, and I said, I said, if your little sister has a young little sister. I said, if your little sister was walking down the street and somebody was to kill her, would you not want justice? Mm. And he was like, he was like, nah, I'm going to go in the street and I'm going to get him. And I'm like, bro, that's not the way. It's hypocrisy. I said, I said, do you not understand that this is the reason why we keep going in this dumb cycle in the black community while black on black crime and why we'll have the rep we do? Mm-hmm. We're the only black. We're the only group of people other than Hispanics that, if you walk down a block that ain't your block, you get shot. So how do you feel about that? Because, like, there's okay. So there's this notion because I'm a black kid and I grew up in the suburbs and I never had to worry about anything. Um, my parents sent me to private school. My mother and dad. My mother and my father loved me very much. My father was always present when my life. What do you say to people who say to us, we can't say the types of things that go down in the hood because we not from it. We don't live in it. We don't understand what it's like to be broke. We don't understand what it's like to not have something to eat. What would you say? I would say I watched my father lead a perfect example of why you shouldn't get involved in it. And it gives me more of the reason to believe that it's easier than it seems. You just got to work hard and have to have trust and have faith in God. Because even looking at my father, my father, though, his parents weren't successful. They were poor. They didn't have all the resources. They didn't have all the money. They had 10 children. He didn't have anything. He had one pair of shoes that he may wear for only two years. Mm-hmm. And I see this man literally in 2008 in the market crash, lose everything he had, moved, we had to move back into the hood, lived in the upstairs in this small little room. I slept on the floor with my siblings Mm. and we literally lived in the hood and he was like, he was like, literally we, we struggled and he lost everything. But guess what? Guess what I saw? I saw him say, 
I can't let my children live here. And, and, and he had to go back to where he came from, the hood that he grew up in. Mm. The same hood he grew up in where drugs were offered to him. Yeah. We told him, oh, man, if you come trap, you can come do this. And he kept saying, nah, I think I'll just get a job. Or you keep saying, uh, or, or he kept saying, you know what? I'm, I'm going to trust God. I'm going to trust God. Mm-hmm. And watching him trust God, work hard, and do what he was supposed to do, mm-hmm. he was able to move out before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Started his own company, mm-hmm. flourishing yeah. in his business, in his new business. Mm-hmm. Has had his business for 10 years, moved us to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Brought us into a nice area, one of the top nicest areas, actually the number one place to raise your children in Georgia. Mm-hmm. I think, and in one top ten places to raise your children in America, actually, America. as well. Yeah. He was able to do that. Yeah. Because he worked hard. He presented himself in the mm-hmm. right way. Mm-hmm. He knew how to be a chameleon in different environments. Yeah. And when I say chameleon in different environments, knowing how to be all things to all men like Paul is. Yeah. And and the thing is, like, when you're all things to all men and you and you work hard, there's opportunities, there's jobs. Yeah. But so there's um so even then, like, we just gonna clarify that it's not to say Javan telling that story is not to say that the people or y'all people who see this type of stuff going on that y'all are going to be just like his dad and move into like a nice area but what or the moral of the story is is that it's possible oh most definitely is is possible and and with it being possible there's more opportunities than ever in America because i hate when i hear people say like i really truly do hate when people say this they say there's no opportunity for black people here like they like they they say there's nothing. I said that's crazy because I went to Morehouse and there was hundreds upon hundreds of companies waiting, saying, "Hey, we have internships and jobs we want to give you." Mm. But guess what? The Wells Fargo guy, um, director, president, he said the other day there's not a lot of black talent. But and, and I think it's not a matter of there's not a lot of not a lot of black people that he could choose from. It's just not a lot of black people seeking opportunity. We have a maturity problem in our community. Who are the people that we see on the on the front of the black the front face of the black community? We have Cardi B's. We have Migos. Ooh. We have NBA Young Boys, people tatted up all the way up the face, talk about flaunting gang violence, talking about how they want to kill somebody. Mm. People like Rick Ross who say, Put Papa Molly in her drink, she don't even know her, took her back home. I had myself a good time and she didn't even know it. Wow. That's the kind of culture we raise in our young men to believe in. Mm. That's the kind of culture that white people look at and are like, what's wrong with them? We have a culture where I went on vacation, a whole bunch of black people running down the street, acting a plump fool the whole time we there. Then we, I'm walking across the street, black people jumping on people's car, blasting their loudspeakers, twerking on people's vehicles. People, you're going to lose people. You're going to have people who are going to look at black people in the most un- good in a bad way but mm. guess what who's presenting themselves like that for them to even know to do that mm. artist it's very interesting we say that we don't like the way that our community is degraded by white people it's not to say that there's not racism because there is we don't like that there's prejudice we don't like that people look down on us we don't like that people put things in our community that are not benefiting our community we don't like the fact that white people orchestrated a system to put us in the hood to put us in places where there may not be the opportunities that we need or that 
are truly valuable, but we'll sit here and we'll condone the music that Javan was just talking about. We'll sit here and condone. Y'all heard? I know y'all seen WAP. And I never heard, I didn't hear any outrage like that. Like I hear about the racism in America in regards to what white people do towards us. Now, this is not to say that white people aren't racist, but what I'm saying is people, we need to practice integrity. If we're going to talk about what they're doing to us, then let's talk about it both ways. Let's talk about what they're doing to us. Let's talk about what we're doing. That's good because because in reality, let's let's talk about this. You have more people shouting for reparations than people actually uh, uh trying to get a job. And like with that, you have all these people shouting and and wanting to uh what you call it. All these people shouting for reparations, oh, give me my money for all the years of all this stuff. I said, bro, you had ample amount of opportunities in your lifetime. Stop it. You don't need no reparations. You had job opportunities. Matter of fact, bro, what are you talking about? You're 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 you out here trying to be a rapper. A rapper. You 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 didn't even want to apply for a job. I know more black men, black grown men. And young men that want to be rappers than anyone who's actually trying to go into the field of engineering, business, entrepreneurship. And in, in, and in reality, the entrepreneurship that they're seeking is illegal. Wow. Oh, like, like that's really, this is the reality. Wow. You have more black men who would rather uh, have a microwave success than actual, you know, that, that crock pot success. It take time. You got to let it sit. You got to let that stuff come into fruition. And the thing is, we have all these people who, who, who want these handouts. Like, and, mm. then, and what's sad is, mm. like, you got all these white people today. That are like, man, here, here, man. I'll give you a hand up. I'll give you this opportunity. No, I don't want to take it. Mm-hmm. I'd rather trap. I'd rather rap. I'd rather scam. Because mm-hmm. there are some... It's not to say that all black people... And once again... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not to say yeah, that all black people do we're not this. Saying, we're not saying that all black people do these things. We're not putting all people in one area but what we're saying i won't generalize the black community like that we won't we will not generalize the black community because we don't do that (laughs) we don't do that yeah yeah yeah. god up in here yeah yeah. (laughs) but like in actuality we don't want to generalize nobody because we know that not everybody participates in everything and some people realize the type of stuff that we're saying but what we're also saying is that there are some people who are doing these things. We talked about this on the phone because I've seen this and I've seen people who grew up in a home like me, who had mothers and fathers who were financially stable, who didn't have to do anything, who didn't have to steal, who didn't have to go and be part of the streets. Their parents would have sent them to college. Their parents would have funded their business if they wanted to start it. Yet they literally still wanted to live the hard life. And they want to live this hard life because of the present presentation that black people have to live on in the media and how we are presented. Uh, I mean, to America, like, let's let's talk about it. Like you have all these rappers that are influencing the African-American mind. Like mm. I did a study at Morehouse talking about how rappers and how uh, rap culture influences the black community. And wow. if you look at the statistics and look at the studies and the case studies that they did on like the 500 black girls and putting them in front of the music, all of them having sex by the end of the year. And these are little girls. Wow. 
and you even even with the rappers like if you look at uh i did some case studies on um black men in the community that um that were to murder someone and they would murder someone with the exact same gun and listen to that song but right before they killed that person very interesting it kind of goes to show you the sociology that goes around it and i mean not the uh, the psychology that goes around it and how it affects the mind and that's why like for me like i'm i tell people i say like i said don't support a cause if you hate the effects that it causes that same rap song can be the same rap music that plagues your son and that causes him to go out and do drugs and want to scam and want to do a whole bunch of nonsense. That same song can be the same reason why your daughter feels like when that drug dealer on the street comes to say, hey, um, I could get you some money if you, if you do this, that, and the other. Guess what? The song said, we got whores in this house. Well, I guess being a whore is great, so I'm going to go chase that career. You got people plaguing the community. Like, and you have artists that are playing in the community that when drug dealers come around, the opportunity is easy to accept because the rappers uh, told them that it was okay. It's crazy. So now my <laughs> question. <laughs> bro. Bro. <laughs> to end this off, right? We could, we could go, we could go off like for about hours. For hours. <laughs> we could go off for hours because it's, it's just really interesting. And like the Bible says, bro, the truth shall set you free. Yeah. But let's just end it on this note. And we're going to talk about this. This is the last topic we're going to discuss. And then we'll just dip off. But as you know, we discussed in the beginning that because you were born black, you vote Democrat. That's yeah. just something that you do. Yeah. And so now we we see things differently you and i yeah exactly. as two black men yeah. who grew up in black families have black friends yeah you feel me and have a lot of black friends so how does it feel when you confront people with this different perspective that you have as a black man and the way that they respond to you just because you think differently um believe it or not so i because i i'm a barber the thing the cool thing about being a barber is i will say this you have a very authoritative voice when speaking interesting and when especially when you talk to black men they'll either challenge you or by the time i'm done speaking they have already shut their mouths mm -hmm. and they're like well blah, blah, blah. like they they like they, they have nothing to say like yeah. literally like they try to justify whatever's coming in their mouth well i don't speak on it i don't know I, I don't know. I don't have enough information. I said, mm -hmm. oh, you don't have enough information. That's so funny. You didn't look. Mm -hmm. You didn't try. Mm -hmm. And I said, I, I literally, I'll quote to them. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, study, show yourself approved. Yeah. Study, show yourself approved. Seek. <laughs> and the thing about it is, and it's so crazy because I got on the phone call the other day because these young guys were like, uh, they were like, man, uh, call Javan. Call Javan. Javan knows about this stuff. And and literally, I taught them. I had a whole conversation with like 10, 15 dudes. And I was talking to them about politics. And I said, you're sitting here complaining. You're crying about this. You're saying this, that, and the other. But you don't have all the information. I said, I'm sorry. But these stats that you're believing in and these ideas that you've that you've submitted yourself to, they, they're lies. Just like how you say the coronavirus and how the CDC has lied to you. And how, oh, they they said, oh my God, it's such a high uh, death rate, and how they're making it this big deal. And when it's a ninety six percent survival rate, mm -hmm. it's the same thing. Don't trust the media that you're being given. 
and I say study. I said study for yourself, yeah. or you'll find yourself looking really dumb on the back end. Mm-hmm. Like right now, uh, Kristen just sent me a, a a picture, literally of them talking about uh, CNN posted the cops actually did uh, knock on the door and announce themselves. A video, it, not a video. They, oh. they, they, they talked about the grand jury and how the evidence that was given at that day. The reason why is because they they announced themselves. Wow. And, and the thing is, and if that is true, then that changes a lot. A lot. That means that a lot of stuff is gonna have to be confronted. Because even because even before he was before after that he was still in the house for thirteen minutes uh, before he actually came outside. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of like goes to show, you know, like we have to study, we have to seek the truth. And the thing and the thing is, and I think that even I, I do get backlash for it. I think people say you you you're going to find those people who call you Uncle Tom, oh yeah. you don't really love your people. Yep. And what was crazy is I love my people. I love my people so much that I want them to seek truth. I want people to I want to love them so much that that they can see they can see clearly and see that that you sitting here believing and the thing about it is the psychology around telling a black person that they can't every single day will get to them and they will literally be a prisoner with the doors open just mm-hmm. sitting there mm-hmm. looking they'll be looking looking at the door open and they won't get out the door will be open and they can't get out because you told them that they couldn't get out yeah you told them they couldn't get out mm. there's opportunities there's blessings that God I mean and, and another thing is it doesn't matter if someone oppresses you or not. If you walk with Jesus Christ, mm. you will be okay. Come on, you will sir. be fulfilled. Because at the end of the day, sh- sh- so what? The world may give you hell, but guess what? You got heaven. You believe in Jesus, you will get heaven. Mm. And that's and that's the reality. So oppressed or not oppressed, mm. God got you. God mm. is the righteous judge. So yeah. Mm. What about been, you though, man? For me, it's just sad because. I'm starting to see the hearts of people and how people can be so mature, man, just because. And they make excuses. Yeah. People people could be so immature just because somebody disagrees with you. Mm -hmm. You can't love them the same. You can't have a connection with them. You can't. You still can't be a brother or a sister to somebody. I was talking to one of my good friends the other day and he literally told me, you know, he explained to some people that he was not going to vote Democrat. And he didn't even say if he was voting for Trump or not. He just said he's not voting Democrat. And, bro, his cousins literally said, you're not our cousin anymore. Just because he's not voting for the party that they want. And that's why it's so manipulative, because what I'm really starting to notice... You don't even know why you're voting for that party. Yeah, a lot of people, they really don't. But a lot of things is... It's just interesting because you have people literally saying, vote, go out and vote. And that's not true. What they're really saying is go out and vote, vote what I what what I want you to vote for. And if and, and if you do say that you went out and vote and you exercised your right, but you didn't exercise it in the way that they wanted you to, you will be frowned upon. And so it's just interesting to me how we live in a society where people can't even just disagree, bro, and still show the love of Jesus Christ just because somebody thinks differently, just because somebody has a different perspective and sees these things differently than you. And so if that's what we believe, bro, we shouldn't get we shouldn't get looked down for that. We shouldn't get hated for that. 
which is simply having a different opinion. Yeah. Something that is just different. And so I don't I just don't like the fact that just because I'm black and just because Javan is black, that we automatically have to agree with the Democratic Party. And and another thing is, and also don't, and I think this is another thing that people have to realize, if you're black and you're Christian and you do vote for Democrat, and I say I vote for a Republican, I'm black and I'm Christian, and the thing is, guess what? And you're saying oh, we're oppressed and we have the same, and we and we want uh, us to not be oppressed anymore. The thing is, guess what? I have the same goal too. I have the same goal too, and I'm king. Except I'm kingdom minded with it as well. I'm also thinking of the things of the future and thinking of my children. I'm thinking of truth, and I'm thinking about how we need to stick to it. Not just that, we have to understand that that the same that other party can make other things happen as well. Look at this last presidency. Look at all the job opportunities. Look at the seven thousand men who were able to get released from prison. Mm-hmm. Like, let's really talk about it. Let's really say, like, wow, we got HBCUs funded. Like, Donald Trump just sent out a whole bunch of uh, coronavirus packages or whatnot. I saw that. I for, saw that. For HBCUs. I saw that, bro. Like, if we're going to sit here and call this man racist, we, we better know that he a racist. You better watch them videos of him condemning white supremacy. You better watch them years of him being best friends with black people and him on TV hanging out with black people. I know black men that I cut that hung out with him in the club, best friends with this man, mm. saying he's not he's not even racist. So, it, and, and, and you can see the frustration of a man who's like, why are you calling me racist? And I'm not. I've condemned it so many times. So many and it, times. And the crazy part is, this is the crazy part. He's condemned it so many times, but it was never, never, ever shown. Ever. Nobody saw it. You have five minutes, not of one video, of videos since he became the president denouncing Multiple. them. They said, they said, do you want white supremacists voting for you? He says, heck no, I don't want no white. Absolutely not. They're a hate group. Like, 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 like come on now. Like, like, we're sitting here saying this man is the most racist president. But bro has condemned it so many times. So many. And and that's where it kind of goes back to, are we being fair to this man? Mm. Are we being fair? If anything, God says love on those who've been oppressed. His truth has been oppressed. He's been speaking truth, saying that that's not what he believed in for years. But they've been calling him racist. and say, When he... Like they're, they're they're calling him the complete opposite of what he's been denouncing. Mm. Come on, y'all. Yeah, let's be fair. Show integrity. Come on, people. The bottom line is, and we made this podcast to not bash anybody who's voting Democrat. All right, like you, we recognize that you have the freedom to vote for whoever you would like to. We're just saying we're not voting Democrat, but that's okay. And we can still love each other just because we see something differently. But the bottom line, the main purpose of this podcast, y'all, please, please. If there's anything that you did not take from this, please take this. Do your own research. Look into things for yourself. Put in the extra work and the extra time to truly evaluate and research to make sure that what you are consuming from, I don't care who, from the Republican Party, from the Democratic Party, from CNN, from NBC, from Fox, from any white supremacist group, from Black Lives Matter, from police reports, from any officer, 
just look at it for yourself. Practice integrity in regards to your research and applying yourself with evidence before you make a claim. That's all we're saying. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So with that being said, we appreciate y'all listening. This one was really controversial. (laughs) (laughs) But regardless, we love y'all, man. And yeah, y'all just continue to stay with Jesus. All right. So until next time, we'll catch y'all later. All All right. What up, y'all? I just wanted to say thank you to each and every one of you who has tuned in to the Christ Convo podcast today. Stay tuned for the next episode because I will be back. Be blessed.